everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards Comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So anything can go Hell be exclusively fill the past enemy Sabertooth And you killed your dad for the second time in hell Man, tell me that's not badass CBMFP is the code name for America's daring and highly trained special mission force. Its purpose is to, to defend human freedom against shitty comic books that we try not to talk about on this podcast because it's Comic Bastards, motherfucking podcast. I am Kevin. I'm Dustin. It is another week. You're alive. I'm alive. Let's do this. I'm doing it. Unless you lost someone close to you, and I'm very sorry, but we'll move past that. <laughs> We're still talking about comics, comic books. Sorry. Hi, how's it, how's everyone doing? I'm doing well. I'm the only one that can answer you, so I will. These are answering me with their hearts. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> They're sending the positive energy out. Wow, what a week! And a week. Um. I hope you guys enjoyed last week. We did um, Kiss, Kill, Mary comic book edition on the podcast here. Um, I was told that it was enjoyed. People that heard it said that was humorous and or funny at times. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much the feedback I received as well. Raffles were had. LOLs were shared. Yes, you know. Some people told me in confidence who they would have picked over everyone, and don't that was care. weird. Yeah, I'd and be like, "Don't your 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 opinion like, is null and void." <laughs> I don't want to hear what gets your dick hard. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, you're like, "Come on, Dad, what the hell, you're ruining dinner, <laughs> the fam, <laughs> just screaming this shit." <laughs> oh, but yeah, big thanks and big shouts to everyone who listened to that and told their friends, like, "Hey, you gotta check out these two rap scallions over here on this podcast now." <laughs> I don't know what era this is taking place in, but. <laughs> Yeah, so if we do things in the future like that, or if we're, what we're doing right now, you guys like it, tell a friend, whatever. High fives all around. And yeah, If you have a suggestion, there's three characters you want us to do, we'll just yeah, we'll, you know, we'll we'll do probably, a small segment. Yeah, maybe we can do it again in the future um, if you guys want to do that. It's cool, it's whatever, you know. We'll have a Tears My Turd Box, Kiss Kill Mary Showdown. Yeah, I mean... All viewer... Listener, I should say. We hope that you're thinking of these things as you go out throughout your day. You know, man, who would I just bang the shit out of in a comic? Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're thinking that. Let us know. Yeah. So, any, anyway, once again, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we love you. I do. D- Dustin might be indifferent. I don't know. I, In a very plutonic way, I love you. He doesn't love. <laughs> he can't. Dead inside. He's, he's just a machine. <laughs> <laughs> danger so if you want to get into the news let's do it the news leans i guess if you had a twitter or the internet you had yeah either either one of those creations was it rob lightfield yeah field however you want to say it fuck cares rob pouches mahoney Ooh. said uh 
DC, you may feast upon my penis. <laughs> I am out of here. <laughs> I'm taking these fucking pencils and staplers and shit. Sure, I work from home, but I'm stopping I'm it. Taking it. I guess he said, uh, suck it, and he's out. Yeah. Zero issue would be the last thing he'll be affiliated with. He's like, let me just ruin these zero issues for you. <laughs> yeah. I um, did, uh, personally, um, when he let, when he got on the Terminator book, uh, Deathstroke, I was very sad. Yes. Because somehow you literally took that story, character, and everything, and ran it into the fucking ground. And then he also created a Deadpool character for DC, just minus the humor and the antics, I guess. Well, but it was it was the exact same costume design, just different mask. Which doesn't shock me. No, because he's a one trick pony. He's like, I only understand this: <laughs> hams for feet. Ooh, no fingers when holding items. Baby gap hats for everyone. Baby gap hats. And I'm gonna go ahead and uh, patches. Like, you probably already know that. It's just because he draws the head so small. Yeah. And that's the only hats that they could wear <laughs> if they chose to wear hats. Yes. But you know, don't cry for him, sweet Argentina, because I'm pretty sure he can go and molest all his older image properties that still exist, or he could rekindle them and just ah pulling this out of the old turd. Yeah. container i mean honestly i don't care i don't okay. care i just want him to leave me alone i don't want to see his shit <laughs> you act like i don't want to support it i'm not, I just i'm not supporting anything that has his name attached to it. you act anything like he's, he's your neighbor like, leave me alone it, it feels like it like he's just like hosing his like kids off like in the front yard and shit trimming the hedge he's like i just trimmed your hedge for you i'm like stay out of my fucking lawn yeah. how many times i gotta tell you don't do that i gotta pay a professional to come in here and fix what you have done he just walks his dog over to your yard, and the the dog's really small, so he can like kind of scale up your car, and he just like shits awkwardly on the window, <laughs> and then you get in like, oh man, so you hit the windshield wiper, and it just smears it. I'm like, it... fucking baby gap again, this guy. Yeah, worst neighbor ever. Yeah, I mean, he is a plague on the comic industry. But does he get a bad rap? No, <laughs> doesn't. Like he's an ass, you he know. Did? He cited editorial reasons. I'm like, is that a look, cop? Look is that a cop out? Look at how poorly they sold once you got them. Who in the fucking right mind thought, hey, we canceled that Hawk and Dove book because it was doing so well. Let's put him on three other titles. Why? Favor. I mean, it had to be a favor. Yeah, like Grifter. I was loving that book. Oh yeah. It may not have been a sales juggernaut, but it had the potential to go somewhere really well. With, like, that story, killed it, Deathstroke, fucking interesting, loved it, yeah, killed I don't, it. I don't know what, I can't even tell you what he did to it. Yeah. And then uh, like Savage Hawk, man. I don't know. Who I was, wasn't reading that anyways. Who was reading but, that shit? Just the principle when, alone. When they added him to it, I was like, fuck this book. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give it a look now. It's just, they like the hype that surrounds his name because people will just check things out because it's him. Because they know, they want to see the train wreck. That's yeah. it. They want to see these two trains collide and how many dead bodies there are. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm tired of looking. I'm tired of picking up dead bodies. Yeah. And just bringing towels out and be like, I don't have enough towels for all these people. Who the fuck's picking up dead bodies I don't with know. towels? Dude, you're fired, dude. If you Fuck were, you. Hey, hey, there's that guy that picks up corpses with a towel. Fuck this Maybe guy. Maybe the right. towels just help. What? To, to stop bleeding or something. 
to soak up your tears? Maybe. I would believe that more than picking up dead bodies. The point is, I'm just I'm not gonna support <laughs> anything he does. Anything he does. I'm not reading any of his shit anymore. Anything that's you know, at image that is giving him money, I'm done with it. I just don't care. I'm not gonna <laughs> I just this man, he's not going anywhere, but at least I'm not going to be part of the cog that keeps him going. I'm just not. I just don't even give a fuck There anymore. you go. I mean, I don't know. I'm not seeing that Blood Strike movie either. <laughs> Especially when they're like, we're reworking the entire idea. I was like, oh, so... So what's this movie about now? <laughs> like, what? What's the point of this? Then he add vampires to it? Yeah, it's like vampire blood. I, I don't know enough about the original Blood Strike. I read like one issue and did not enjoy it of the the new stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just like super soldier squad with vampire blood. Pouches and vampires yeah. this summer. I don't know when it's coming out. <laughs> Who cares? Hopefully <laughs> never. But you know that's another huge paycheck that he got for doing for putting blood in the title. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I remember that. That was the shit back in the day. Yeah, and he's the most notorious. Young and blood. That was, you know, and then, and then he was just like, I'm going to put young and blood together. But if you it had young or blood in the title in the 90s, you knew that it was probably going to not be very good for more than an issue. <laughs> if that. So, looks like uh, you got your wish. What was my wish? I don't know. I didn't waste a wish on him leaving D.C. Yeah, but... no, that, that was just a... Uh foregone conclusion yeah should have saw it coming i guess or it couldn't happen to a nicer guy or yada 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 however you want to end that it is what it is get ready for more image books from from him because you know he's not just going to completely disappear who knows maybe he'll jump on a marvel now book boom yeah <laughs> calling it right now he's like let me draw captain america again i nope. want to give him some huge cable boobies. deadpool mashup he's gonna team him up they're gonna ride it Harry again. Harry kind of did that. Well, I know he did. That's why he's gonna ride it again. It's Marvel now, bro. Anything you know I mean? can like happen. He did that like an, a year ago, practically. Yeah. Ooh, that that year is back. <laughs> it's now. <laughs> it's Marvel now. Yeah. And you think you would just burn all the bridges finally? Yeah. As long as Jeff Loeb's over, he's there, like he's polio. He's job. never really gonna go away. It's true. There you go. Well, that's the last one I want to talk about the man. <laughs> Sounds like a plan until he does something else. It really pisses us off in some other way. Speaking of pissing me off, super... Oh. I don't know why I started off with the word super. Maybe I was super pissed, super annoyed. <laughs> Silver Surfer rock opera. The almost was? That om- yeah, that... <sighs> I wish that existed now. Do you know how much of fun that'd be able to watch now and be like, this is terrible. I would never watch this. I would wait outside the theater <sighs> that it wouldn't get distributed at. <laughs> <laughs> i throw rocks at people that are going to see it. I heard they were going to play this movie here. Get out of here, you rock opera lover. <laughs> I just think it would have been so terribly, tragically bad. Is that really the 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 art for it? The that one? is the concept art, yes. He looks if you just... go to comicbusters.com, you can see what we're talking about. Ah, it just looks so sad. Yeah, it looks straight 80s sci-fi it doesn't even look like that it's just like why is he he's staring at the reflection of his own board and show the shine of the board is it no it's supposed to show the emotion in the man's face which has no emotions he's a silver surfer so why is he going to sing about it i don't know but i just i want that to exist that's where you're like some parallel earth that exists and i'm going to go there and watch it well and bring it back for everyone 
That's impossible. I can't do that. I know. Um, I said a parallel Earth, not tra- time travel. Well, when you do, you'll be hated, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> It'll be... Thank just, you. People will just beat you, spit at you constantly on the streets. It's the rock opera, Silver Surfer guy. Spit, spit. Don't you want to know how I travel to a parallel planet? No! Fuck you, asshole. I hate this thing that exists now. It's a cancer on our society. Well, it looks like Dustin's behind it. I wouldn't touch this with his dick, so. Because <laughs> that it's looks weird that you're doing that, but okay. Well, you're the one back in this. Look at I think it would be awesome. It's It would be awesome because it would suck so bad. We already have. Not because I'd be like, yay, I'm going to watch <laughs> this. I bought it on Blu-ray. You know, DVD is a download. We already have. one of those things where you go to cons, you see it, and you're just like, that's fucking terrible. You should That's the state of comics that. right now. Well, we already had the Batman and Robin movie. What more do you want? True. But that wasn't a rock opera. That was just nipples on things. It could have been if you wanted it to be. That killed Alicia Silverstone's career, and it skyrocketed Chris O'Donnell's. To what, Wendy's? i never seen that dude after that. <laughs> he's on, like, CSI, or, I don't know, he's on something L.A., some spinoff. Who gives a shit? I know what it is, Aaron. Aaron's trying to tell me, but I don't care because I hate that show, so I'm not going to give it any sort of plug. No, no, not doing it. Anyways, Chris O'Donnell. R.I.P. R- yeah. To me, at least. <laughs> we knew you. He, he asshole. <laughs> uh, that Scott Pilgrim guy. He finally got off his ass and must have hurt us or something. Yeah, you know, and it seems like it was kind of an old interview that no one... Cared about existed because it's on Random House, Canada, of all fucking places. Random indeed. It's like I know he's from Canada, but he lives in L.A. But let's interview him for the Canadian Random House division. Um, yeah, it's a book called Seconds, and it's uh, based in a restaurant that's actually called Seconds. I see what you did there. Yeah, see, so clever, and uh, it's uh, like he was asked, like, what what style are you going for? Are you going for? Um, like more of a Scott Pilgrim. You're going for everything going we've for. ever known you for. <laughs> well, and he also has Lost at Sea, which is his first work at Ani. And they were like, are you going to go like super serious like that? Are you going to be like crazy antics like Scott Pilgrim? He's like, I don't, really, I don't really think they're... He was like, I don't know, I don't know what that question means. I'm just going to tell a story. I'm just going to do it and you decide how you... Yeah, exactly. He's just like, so if it's like something in between those two, that's cool, whatever. And well, I'm good job, like, Random House Canada. This is how you... <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like... Why can't it just be a new work? Why does it have to be like this or that? I mean, it's, it's obviously going to have his own voice and style that you know he's developed over the years, so that's not going to go away. Well, that's the way the entertainment world works, man. It's what's ha- what have you done for me lately? Yeah. So they like you only measured by your last and greatest or shittiest work. So yeah. So I mean, we'll see how it turns out because this isn't going to be. I can't tell in the pictures. That girl picking her nose. Yes, maybe. Okay. But um, he says he created the idea in between Scott Pilgrim Volume 1 and 2. So it's kind mm-hmm. of an older idea he's been sitting on. So we'll see. I mean, who knows what type of voice it'll end up having. Could end up just being cool or it could just suck. I don't know. There it sounds go. like it's just like a one volume deal for right now. He's Unless it sells. One. Yeah, which it, and then he'll do the seconds menu cover of the next volume, where it's literally like the menu, but like the characters' names are in it, and everyone's gonna jizz their pants and they'll buy it again. Maybe 
Yeah, you already bought it, dude. You were like clicking, where do I buy that shit from, I haven't read it yet. You don't care. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> dude, this guy can... Speaking of which, I got my collector's edition of Scott Pilgrim Volume 1. The goodies in there are pretty fucking awesome. Very fucking awesome. It's like a little kid in candy store. I was like... Oh. Are you going to tell them what the goodies are? Well, yeah, you see it on the site. But it's got like a oh, one-up coin... And oh, like, okay. We like talked legit. about this. Yeah, and okay. then but what was really cool was the patches. I didn't. I kind of missed the patches because they're not very big. And it's like got one for Scott and one for uh, William Patel, the first Evil X, and um, and they just give you a whole bunch of stickers. They're like, here's a bunch of stickers from the scenes from the book, and they're all like really pretty good scenes. So I was I was happy. I was impressed. Uh, got my digital download code. I was like, I'm gonna redeem this. Eat a dick, everybody. Yeah. Didn't really need it, but you know, whatever. I was just like, whatever, it's free. They gave it to me. I'm gonna, gonna redeem it. So, <laughs> well, good. I'm glad uh, you uh, gave this guy more money. <laughs> I didn't give him any money. Well, I for the hardcover, not for the digital version. That's what I meant. If Comicology throws him a few nickels, that's their deal. But yeah, that was fun. I liked it. Not only that, if you guys are reading. Any of the new 52 books still, probably Justice League. Um, Whenever it comes out. <laughs> it comes out when it wants to, Dustin. There's very talented individuals on there that are responsible for this tour de force that you get whenever they want to give it to you. <laughs> so Wonder Woman and Superman making babies. Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> yes. I guess. You know, and whatever. I guess this is news because everyone on the planet's already thought about this. Yeah. Oh, and man. it's already look, kind of been done in Elseworlds. Look at where this is the real continuum now, bro. I know. That's Elseworlds shit don't play. <laughs> Doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. And it's kind of like if you had a penis, you already thought of this scenario. <laughs> you were like, "Oh, man, cuz he's got the super wiener, right? And the sun gives his like Jism power to kill a normal woman it'll blow right <laughs> through her skull now wonder woman can take it <laughs> pants or no pants everybody's already thought of that yeah and i'm pretty sure some of you ladies probably thought about not that about too. that super wiener too mm-hmm yeah so no i loved your headline for the uh story what if you want to if you want to share that with everyone oh because i will say our female audience also enjoyed that headline <laughs> Like, oh my god, Wonder Woman is always crushing on the boys I like. She's such a skank. Yeah. That's the voice in my head when I type that out. Because Wonder Woman, man... See, I look at it this way. She's got, like, a danger vagina. You try to get with Wonder Woman, your ass is getting killed. Yeah. You try yeah. to be, like... Tread, tread lightly. Yeah, exactly. That's some dangerous poonana. So, <laughs> I mean, Superman's just like, whatever, bro, break my neck. Come at me, dog. I don't even care. I'm <laughs> Superman. Yeah. I mean, and, and on that cover... She's looking like she's turning. She's like, "Yeah, that's right, fuckers. We doing this." Yeah, they he sourced what he was inspired by. I can't remember. It was that um, it's like a classic art piece that he based it off of, like no. Jim Lee when he drew it. So, because like photo referenced. So that's uh, yeah. He's <clears throat> he's trained like a professional. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's cool looking. I mean, that lasso is just like, mm-hmm, just like spinning all around him, and it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I like that that's not a a one-off. I mean, come on, no one no one really would thought that that was going to be a one-off. It's like you you killed 
is a relationship with Lois. No one's expecting you to get back together because look at Spider-Man. I mean, a lot of them were expecting that, but they didn't get it. Well, at least he didn't have to make a deal with the devil. Or some that's shit. true. <clears throat> that's neither here nor there. We just thought it was interesting that it was kind of a big hubbub bub. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of people were just like, oh my gosh. Like, no one was upset about it, but... Yeah, but you put like, her in fucking pants and it's a good it. <laughs> World War Three. Put her in those pants again. Whatever, we'll stop talking about pants. Yeah. Panties, though, never stop and talk about nope. them. Never. Ever. Well, well um... Is that, is that a movie? Are you going to buy that issue? Yeah, I'll check it out. It's probably just going to be like a little peck on the cheek. <laughs> I'm, I'm behind on that anyway. I mean, it really, if it's like... If they do it right, if it starts to be like Justice League just becomes the focal point of their relationship, that'll be really fucking boring. Yeah, you gotta take it out. They gotta like meet at the Sizzler afterwards or something. Yeah. Hey, we just kicked Solomon Grundy in the nutsack. Let's go uh, get a two for ten dinner at <laughs> Sizzler. Let's go order and then sit down and then they bring you the food. You don't have to look at the menu. It's brilliant. It's a Sizzler. I'd really be embarrassed if I saw them <laughs> in the Sizzler. I'd be embarrassed for them. I'd be like, what are you guys doing? The Justice League Please. money ain't rolling in? Superman would be like, let me fly you to Paris. And she'd be like, I don't really like Paris. That's true. I mean, except for that one time I was there in the book, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like it. So, yeah, I don't know. Depends on how they, they handle it. And obviously, who they let. You know, if you let Jeff Johns handle it. I don't know. I don't particularly find his relationship stories very interesting. They, the ones that have been in Green Lantern really have done nothing for me like it's not very what's the word i'm looking for here they really stay with you <laughs> you know and he doesn't really do anything with them ever again either well, it's just like here's a page of them smooching all right i'm back to this that, shit that means they love each other yeah that's how my daddy and mammy showed love no, occasional so... smooch <laughs> so it just really depends on how dc handles it if they make it interesting or if it's just like now they got a kid. Batman's got a kid. Superman's got a kid. They're gonna put those kids together and form the super suck. Her Amazon ovaries would be the only thing that could take it. Yeah, there's no way, man. Speaking of ovaries, they're gonna do a new Rocketeer movie, maybe. Maybe. What does that have to do with ovaries? But okay. I don't know. Like you're well, shitting, I mean, it's about shitting on my fucking segue there. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> CG effects are at well, peak no, right No, what now. I'm saying is, like, I'm surprised Disney waited this long uh, to go back and be like, we're doing another one. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess Disney used to have a policy if they didn't do sequels in the theater, and then somewhere along the road. Who thought that they, shit up? They were, like, they were like, we are losing a lot of money but not putting all these sequels that we can be doing in the theater. Yeah, because people are buying them in bulk in fucking Costco for some reason. Yeah. But I guess it's technically going to be a sequel. Wouldn't it be a remake? A reimagining? A reboot? Yeah, I guess. Revisioning? So, I don't know. I mean, I would be interested to see who who gets attached to it and everything. Like, What if it looks say like... Say what you will about the first one, but it was a good movie. Like, I actually really enjoyed The Rocketeer and thought, like, they did a good job with it. So, and be really hard-pressed to reboot it and... I mean, how could you not just almost copy that exact formula in a way? So yeah, I don't like, know what, are you gonna do what else this? he's going to be doing. Yeah. Besides. Because if they just put him in the in the future or some shit, I'll be like, done. I'll put him in the future. <laughs> Cue that, Disney. 
Like, yeah. oh, because then rockets would everyone would just be like, oh, what a rocketeer! I got one too, pussy. Uh, rockets are banned, and he's the only one that has one. I don't give them ideas. We already have Marvel steal an idea from us. We don't need fucking Disney taking the same true. fucking pool ripping us off. That's true. Ripping us, yeah, they did. If you read Space Punisher, you're welcome. Yeah, that was totally our idea. Fucking a. I mean, it probably. I mean, like, there's probably like one Marvel intern that just blew up off of that shit. He stumbled he's across this on the internet, internet, and he was just like, "Oh, fucking Mar- Punisher in space! These fucking assholes are brilliant." Just don't actually have them punch Galactus, then they can't sue us. But fuck them; these are our characters. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, enjoy that. I think that's it for news, man. I don't really see anything that. No, there's nothing. I mean, it was kind of a. We've probably talked too much about it, and it's been terrible for everyone. They're just like, "Shut up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up!" Hey, when you guys talk about news, you ramble and you stutter and shit. He likes one thing, he hates another. You guys are fucking buttholes. <laughs> you want to talk about what books you read? Yeah, we can do that. What uh, what books did you read? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll kick off with Planetoid. Planetoid. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's an image book. Ken Garing, um, issue three came out. This is a really good book. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a little backstory. He's like the main character. Uh, I think you pronounce it Salas. Uh, gets stranded on this planet. He used to be a mercenary, and he's got this like stolen gun tech with him. And he's kind of like learning like what the fuck's up with this giant metal planet because it's just like metal and destroyed spaceships all over. Mm-hmm. And he finally gets up onto this. They call it like the slab. It's just this giant, like, Coliseum thing. And everyone just lives on, like, the surface of it because it's only where where there's breathable air for humans because otherwise the rest of the planet is just, like, toxic to you. And uh, it kind of starts off, like, this, this is the typical, like, king story. Like, he unites all the people and, you know, you're like, oh, he's going to totally just rise of power and then down. Bring down Whitey and shit. Yeah, because they want to bring down the robots that are just, like, killing them um, or turning them into like slave export essentially because they've mined the shit out of this planet and the only other resource is the people so whenever they catch them they just you know, like you're slaves now here you go we're shipping you off somewhere else and so that's what it seems like but then he totally like creates like a democracy with them and it's awesome like mm. he just like he doesn't abuse his power he starts making everyone and like all these people they've learned how to survive on the planet their own way and now they've come together and they're working together so now everyone has the same tricks like, hey, you know, one guy's like, hey, I breed these these lizard things that like are abundant and like I can I can breed them and we can use their eggs and they lay them. We can also you know get them to their fat so everyone has meat. Um, another person's like, I know how to cultivate algae so you can like you know eat it and then they find some mushrooms and shit and it just like it's really badass. And then the um, like the robots show up and they they do this like speech every time they're like. And it's a little bit um, uh, Wayneland like kind of tech type thing. And only they call it like it's Ano May, Ano May. And then they do the little speech, and he's just they're like you're approaching on our our territory or whatever. And he's just like fuck you, you're on our territory. And he just blows the robot's head off, and he just like paints the line. He's just like don't fucking come over here. And so they send this other guy just to sit there with like the speaker box like right outside their territory line, just to kind of be like on motherfuckers you mark this as your territory it's war now 
So it's pretty, uh, it's just, it was really cool. It was just cool to see like this little journey and he did it all in like one issue oh. and like other writers would have milked this shit for like four or five issues and would have been boring as shit, but he just did it in all in one issue and it was great. So just really great pacing and uh, fantastic art. So yeah, Planetoid. I'm not, I'm like, yeah, I can see why, you know, I mean, he was self-publishing this book and then um, another comic book site. I was like, no, dude, just go to go to Image with this. They'll pick you up. They'll do it. You yeah. Know, and putting the good word for them, and they did. They were like, yeah, fucking, we love your shit. You're, you're you're with us now. Wow. So, so it's a little uh, rag to riches s kind of story. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he deserves it. It's like it's very it's quality. If this was like a self published book, like I don't know how big of an audience it really would have reached. Right, without, that's the thing. without image yeah. and this book really deserves that reach that it has right now so well it's a it's a little heartwarming tale at the end of that yeah yeah good book if you're not reading it yet you can i would definitely pick it up i mean you can get it digitally or you can probably still find back issues and, and whatnot or online so definitely worth the worth the effort to read it what have you been reading uh I read this book that was brought to our attention a while ago, I guess. I don't know if it just took her sweet time to get to it or what. Um, Satanic Hell. Eh, not too long ago. Not only, too long ago. Only a couple okay. weeks, I think. Oh, that's not too bad then. Basically, it's this metal band uh, of that same name. Oh. Yeah. That is a great name for a metal band. <laughs> it just gets uh, right to the point. Yeah. They're on a tour. That doesn't do so hot. I guess they played a show in LA. It's whatever. Some guy's like, hey, come out to Texas. I'm going to get it going for you guys. And they're like, hey, why not? We need to. So three guys getting their like, I mean, they're, it's kind of like almost, it's not a stereotypical type metal band. I mean, they have like a modded out hearse that they drive in. It's really kind of kind of into it. A little little flamboyant of the presentation I, I assume they like to give. Mm-hmm. So what have you, they cruise down there and uh, unbeknownst to them that they're going into this religious capital of the of the fucking planet, I'm going to say, because that's how heavy it's piled on. Yeah. I mean, they get here, they go to truck stops, they refuel, and there's like, you know, no beer, no pornography. You know, it's a truck stop, you know. Truckers yeah. come here, you know, they want to drink beer and beat their dick. That's the rules. <laughs> so That's the rules. You know, they don't really get any of that. And, you know, there, there's something fishy. It's kind of almost like... I hate to say this because it might just send your brain into another direction, but it's like a little like a Twilight Zone S type of town where everything's, it's almost like the people are brainwashed into this like cultish children of the corn, heavy religion esque mm-hmm. mindset. Um, there's also like, you know, there's a movement there. There's like a girl there. She's listening to their music and stuff, but mom walks in on her. So she switches it back to some, you know, Christian music, hymns you know whatever you know, yeah. you know. so she's like oh no i don't really love devil music and i haven't heard any other music i don't know how devilish it could be <laughs> so it's true i just yeah. assume you know it's dark and brooding but is it they said it was industrial metal that's not really one of my favorites so <laughs> whatever and that's neither here nor there <clears throat> so once they leave uh go back to the guys and they're you know leaving the truck stop to get pulled over by a cop of course. Of course. Uh, they weren't doing anything wrong. Of course. Cops just like, let me see your IDs. 
and you know let me go through what kind of contraband you got in there and they have like you know t-shirts and merch and shit satanic hell cop ain't feeling that shit boy <laughs> smart off a little bit to him punch fuck you taking you to the taking you taking you to lockup it's rough and lockup kick the shit out of some more <laughs> basically sounds getting, like texas yeah i was just like do i go there you had the world champion dallas mavericks <laughs> and this true. is how you treat people it's true but so they get the shit beat out of them some more and i mean it's kind of like well this isn't fun anymore <laughs> yeah you're just like gotta quit beating him up yeah let him be witty again <laughs> the dude uh you cut back to the chick apparently they found some uh, satanic hell propaganda i think she had like a t-shirt or something something but basically they take they cart her off out of class because she's going to some sort of religious type college <sighs> school she's dumb for bringing that to school wearing my satanic hell jersey to gym class i think it was more that i don't know she got outed basically yeah um guys get their asses beat the dude that set the tour up for him to bring him there shows up and he's like hey you know misunderstanding and the cops were you know they're sorry for beating the piss out of you and i'm gonna get your boys out of here and we're gonna take you you know and then so he takes him out and the guys are like, hey, how are we going to play a show here when everyone hates anything that we're basically all about? Jesus. And he's like, you know, there's still an underground that's alive here. You know, I'm going to set it up there. You guys are going to do well. And then there's just more examples of how, you know, batshit crazy, religious, nut this area is. Hmm. And that's kind of about it. So I'm like, they kind of use the first issue to set up, I, I assume, this world that we're going to stay in for a minute. Um, but what I really hope happens is like some crazy devil shit happen. Like just something's got to happen. Yeah. I mean, like you kind of. I mean, the f- it's got to go somewhere because I can't sit through another issue of you talking about religion, religion. I get it, man. I get it. Fish out of water. What's going on? Yeah. You know. But it has that potential of like. There's been little uh, snippets of creepy stuff that could happen, mm-hmm. and the artwork reminds me of like. Ben Tipplesmith type stuff, but not as you know extravagant. Yeah, it more like in the coloring. Yeah, the coloring and like the flat colors, like the browns and the grays and stuff. But it wasn't like insane. Like you know, yeah. his his is a super. You can look and no, that's Tipplesmith. Yeah, but it was reminiscent of that. I, I should say. So don't open the book. But like, this isn't Temple Smith at all. You you fucking lied. Fuck lied you. Lied to me. But it was interesting. I, I I'll check out the second issue for sure. You can get the first issue free off their site. They got like a Facebook site, um, a website, a site site. I think I think you can get it from like any a site site, and it's free. And I think the second issue is ninety nine cent. I think the second issue just came out. Yeah, um, um, like last week, I think maybe. Yeah, I'll try to. Uh, I guess I'll read that one. Do a review. Do a review and see if it goes anywhere. But it has to because if it doesn't, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm interested and worried for it at the exact same time. You know what I mean? Okay. So, Satanic Hell. <laughs> just in case you forgot. Or you just like saying it. You're like, Satanic Hell. It's kind of, yeah. It's different from Christian Hell. Or Catholic Hell. Muslim Hell. Or Muslim Hell. I just, I didn't want to keep going. But yeah, there's a know. lot of them out there. There's a lot of hells. Hell, hell. What, what else did you read? I read Sumo. The Fighter? Like the wrestler, I guess. Oh, uh, I see where you're going with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a, 
an early review copy that I got, but I just Whoa. I just want to tell people about it so that way when you because it moved you. Yeah, I loved it. It was really fucking. It good. was like watching Bridges over Madison County, and you're like, "Fuck, I gotta tell someone about this." And everyone was like, "Dude, that movie came out a while ago." And you're like, "Shit, I was alone in my emotions." Kind of exactly. Brilliant. Only this time you can read the book first instead of watching the movie. Oh. Um. So basically, it's to set the stage for the book. I just did a review for it on the site comicbastard.com, but hmm. the um, main character. His name's Scott. He's just like this big football guy, and he didn't go pro. Wait, wait, a big fan of football, or just no, a large like, man that plays football? He's a large man that plays football. Okay. He um, doesn't go pro. High school girlfriend breaks up with him. Bitch. That's what all the friends say. And then uh, he decides he gets approached by this guy who does sumo in Japan to come over and do sumo. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna do it." Like just leaves his life behind to go do this Mm -hmm. and the book is broken into like three different timelines so you have like the past the recent past and the present and so in the the past he's doing like he's going away party making amends with all his friends and his girlfriend and everything the um recent past is like the days right before his his big match where you kind of see his routine and everything and you see how he's developed a friendship slash like potential to date the coach's daughter of course and um and the the present is the day leading up to his his match like he has to win his next match otherwise he's done he can't like he can't kind of like level up in the ranks anymore right and he would just have to go home because he can't do anything else. He can't just like start over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's like really good. There's just so much like raw emotion. The dialogue's great. It's all completely believable, and just like these little relationships and nuances of the the story are just are just really fantastic. Um, like they present it as like the the story builds and builds almost like a sumo match like. You know, the two mm-hmm. two guys running and, and slammed together. Like, that's how they build the story. And I think that's, like, the most accurate way of describing it. Because, yeah, when you get to those final pages, you're just, like, flipping through. And then it's just, like, boom, it crashes together. And then you just watch the aftermath. And it's fucking... It's really good. It doesn't come out till December. Whoa. Um, it's coming out from first, second. Yeah, I don't know why they're promoting it. So, I mean, the book's been done since, I think, like, March really yeah so i don't know why it got put so late on the schedule or that was just like the best they could do to not interfere with their other stuff yeah i don't really know how their company is set up because they're they're putting out a ton of stuff right now and it all looks like really good and really different and uh yeah and just if you want you want to check it out just i i it's going to be a really good book like it's going to get a lot of attention i guarantee when it actually releases and people get a hold of it yeah um, his previous work, I forget what it's called because I didn't actually read it, but he worked with um, another big name creator, and that's what kind of got him put him six, on. Yeah, put him on the map, and so I think a lot of people like I think that's why they're kind of waiting on it because it's like he has like kind of the hype behind him already, mm-hmm. and they're just waiting to help that boost the sales or whatnot. So yeah, well maybe they have like a big, you know, media blowout they want to do for it or. Maybe they got something yeah. planned where that's the best time to release it, I guess. Yeah. 
uh, whatever the circumstances, it was just like one of the best graphic novels I've ever read, and I'm already gonna, I'm, I'm definitely gonna buy it in print just to support it, and because I, I just want like a physical copy that I could like loan to people or just reread whenever I want. You won't let anybody read that. If they're interested, I would. You're like, hi oh, Dustin, this sumo bug looks pretty interesting. You think? Don't touch that. No. No. You see it's Get in it. a, you see it's in a fucking Ziploc bag. <laughs> I would not put it in the Ziploc bag. You would. Like the extra small one, too, so it doesn't fit. It's fucking the edges up. <laughs> what the fuck? Am I retarded all of a sudden? I don't know how to handle comic books. Anyways, it's uh, by Thean Pam. Pim. I'm not really sure how to say it. Dude, name. if it's not Comic Bastard, your name ain't getting fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Period. So, my apologies. He's got a blog and everything. You can check him out and uh, just look for that. So. Cool. What else did you read there, Chief? Um, Chifferoni. Okay, what I I read Spider Man. Spider Man. Well, you can't talk about it because I haven't read it, and I don't want you to ruin it. Well, for tough me. shit. It's been out for like five months. You should have read it. I'll be back. It has not been out for five months. I know. It's been maybe out for like two weeks. Two, two, three weeks. Whatever. Um, the thing is, that's that's the best part. There's not really a whole lot to talk about because story wise, nothing. It's a silent issue. Really transpires or. Happens where you're just like, oh, wow, that was a game changer. Hmm. This book is just made up of moments that the characters have between each other. So, hmm. I mean, if you're not caught up to it, basically, 616 Peter goes to the Ultimate Universe and has to deal with the fact that, that he, oh, he's like, oh, shit, I'm dead in this universe? Because they killed Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Miles is now your Spider-Man. Those doing two, a good job. Doing a, doing a, doing a pretty damn good job. Those two guys interact. Um, Peter lets it try to soak in and tries to figure out, you know, WTF. Hmm. Then uh, he goes to the house he grew up in, and goes Uh-oh. to see Aunt May and Gwen. And I'll just tell you that. That's all I'll tell you. Good because, because I don't want you to tell me anymore. Well, then you should. Stop listening, because <laughs> I'm gonna ruin it I, all, Dustin. How can I stop listening <laughs> right here? That's a, that's pretty much it. But it's just the moments and just the dialogue that they have between each other. And so if you're like, you're like, oh, I'm a Spider-Man fan. Oh, I loved Ultimate Spider-Man back because that's, mm-hmm. I mean, who didn't love Ultimate Spider-Man? That, especially in the beginning, that book was amazing. No pun intended. But it just. No, it was a great series. It was another way to handle Spider-Man that no one ever like. Just the it was about the characters. You can, I was because I remember reading Ultimate Spider-Man. I was like, I don't care if they do anything. Yeah, I don't care if they fight or whatever. I just want to hear these people talk and hang out. Yeah, just the way that they interact with each other was brilliant. And but then it was like the danger made those conversations all the more better. You know, right? See. But Mary it Jane like sitting there stressing, and you, you could read like five pages of her just like freaking out on what's happening to Peter, yeah. and it'd be great because you're just like, ah. Oh. But it didn't feel like how it became later was every other asshole was showing up, and you had all these drop. We all know where you live. Cameos, <laughs> and yeah, it just got stupid towards the end, and yeah. you know they put that shit to bed. You know, he did the best he could with what Loeb left him. Yeah, I mean that was another fuck job. You can't really blame whatever but uh i don't know it was reminiscent of that that's basically what i was trying to get at was mm-hmm. those early ultimate spider-mans like where you're just like man these are cool conversations this is 
this is like touching and heartwarming because I like these characters. I like what they're doing. And I don't know, that's what it reminded me of. I think that's why that, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's it. You're not going to get another one of those, yeah. but that issue four was just for those moments. So, I mean, do you think there's going to be any real changes to Spider-Man's person, like Peter Parker's personality when he does go back? Um, do you think that'll carry over? Or do you think this is just really, here's a good miniseries, no consequences uh, afterwards? I think it's here's a new miniseries, there's no consequences, because by the time we're done with this, it's going to be Marvel now, and no one's going to care. Yeah. I think it's going to be it's like... It's unfortunate. I think the, con like the ramifications of Peter dealing with going back and seeing this world would be very interesting. Yeah, it was a... Uh, what if we find out it's not Peter Parker 616? What if it's 617? Then you just open up a new can of worms. I don't think all that shit's going to go away on Marvel now, too. Yeah, we'll I, see. I don't even know what you're, they're going to have left or they're going to continue to do an Ultimate line, which oh, well, I doubt. Well, no, they're not going to get rid of Ultimate line. No. Yeah. They put too many big names on it, and the sales are still too good for it to be canceled. But who knows, maybe they start to phase it out because they don't need it anymore. Yeah, because wasn't that the point, really, of Ultimate to tell new stories with same characters? Yeah. And uh, almost a Now we're going to do that. Yeah. Marvel so, Girl's back, everybody. Oh. Marvel Girl's back. That's too bad, isn't it? It is. Who well, cares? I think, but yeah, so, I mean, if you weren't reading that book, this isn't going to make you. And, But if you were, you probably enjoyed that issue as much as I did. I mean... I know we don't really talk about Marvel or DC too much other than news. I guess book-wise we kind of do. Yeah, occasionally. I, I guess mean, whenever it's just, it's like, tickles our fancy. Yeah, I read, read the book. It was pretty good. But it's like, you know, they don't need the sales boost from us. And Yeah, you guys already know that these books exist. And yeah. I think ideally the point of what we like to try to do is to expose you to books you might know not know that existed. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I heard these two assholes rambling about it. That sounds interesting. And when we do talk about a Marvel DC book, you know it's either going to be really funny or it's going to be a fucking train wreck that you need to, you know, just come see it for yourself. Or Two might, train wrecks from Dustin in one episode? Or it oh, might be fine. really good. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true as well. Yeah. Oh. We got time for me to go one more? Huh? Yeah, Maybe? yeah I guess Does so. anyone want to hear one? Yeah, you can't say anything. Um... You know what? I'm going to go with... We could talk about what we both read, I think. What did we both read? Um, uh, we both read Scam, number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Just threw that's that out where there. I was going, but let's do that. I knew, I knew it choice. wasn't where you are going. We were like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, Scam, number one, basically, Comic Tribe. Comic Tribes added again, and if you guys didn't recall, we're kind of a fan of their Red 10 series. Yep. Oxymoron's gonna get his little thing going on too. So, these guys are uh, those guys are making waves. Nice here. Um, hooking up with Diamond, getting books in stores. Almost. I, do I say nationwide? Do I dare say that? Yeah, it'll be nationwide. There Just you depending go. on the retailers, but you know, but you can say that. You like to say that? That's accurate. <laughs> Why? Thank you. Um, and they have another book scam. Basically, what happens, Dustin? Okay. If you have superpowers. Okay. And you watched Ocean's Eleven. I would rob a casino. There you go. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Thought you knew. 
<laughs> That's what this book's about. Yeah. What did you think about? I mean, I do. Did you tell him about it? Because it's literally what I just said. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> um, a casino heist. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I liked it probably just a teensy bit more than you did. Probably. Um, yeah, you just have these group of characters that all have powers. It's not really explained what their powers are. Like, I liked that. I liked that yeah. it wasn't just shoved in your face or there wasn't a huge focus on it. It wasn't like a it bio was, page. Like, this is Nutcracker. Yeah. He cracks safe with his balls. <laughs> yeah, like, only one character's power is just outright Really? Said. Nothing, nothing for Nutcracker? <laughs> nothing for Nutcracker? <laughs> I made a... You know, I made nutcracker jokes earlier in the week, so it didn't even phase oh, me. Oh, no cracker jokes were played out right about now? Yeah, they were. But he cracks sorry. nuts, or saves <laughs> with his nuts. That's weird. That's a power, right? I don't he's, know He's like, hold on, let me just put my balls like... on this safe. Kaboom, it's open. <laughs> or if that's more of just like a, a discovery of talent that he How had. would he discover that? I don't know. Don't look that's for... That's why I kind of was just, Don't I'm look for him on. in the book. <laughs> He's not a real character at all, no. Anyways, only one character's powers are at flat out said, like, this is your power. And it's because of the scene, like it, like what's happening in the scene. I'm not going to spoil the scene because it's kind of cool. But it's, wait, it's... With Doc. With the car? No. It's a torture scene, I'll say that. Oh, I'm thinking of another, there's another power in there then. No, no, yeah, but they don't flat out say that. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, that's the only time it's flat out said. So I, I like that nuance that... It was like, they have powers, but we're still discovering them, and they're not going to... Hopefully, in the second issue, they're just like, here's all the powers, motherfuckers. Like, yeah, everyone gets a turn. You go, go. get, like, a bio page and, like, hi, my name's, you know, Nutcracker. Here's my powers. I'm back to back Nutcracker. To I'm sorry. What the fuck? I don't got time to think of a new guy. <laughs> and, yeah, it's not like a little dossier in the back of the book. Yeah. So that is kind of, that's kind of a entertaining element, I will agree with. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I don't... I think... You know, you posted a comment saying it's a bit too chatty. and It has a little it, too chatty moments for me personally. Yeah. And I think it kind of stuttered the story a little bit. No, there's definitely more dialogue than there needs to be. Right. Which is unfortunate because it's a creator, you know, written, drawn, created by yeah, it's a, all yeah. one guy. And he does a great job on the art. So it's not like the I art know. is hurting no. the story at all. And typically when you find, like, the story doing a lot of work like that, it's because the art's bad, you know? Right, and they're just right. like, I just got to fucking explain all this to you because you're not going to understand anything. But um, his art's not showing. But it's, yeah, it's one man's show. Yeah, he does a great job with his art. I and I think so he too. just needs to kind of trust his own abilities to mm-hmm. let exactly. the story tell itself and not so much use dialogue and captions. I think that's why I'd be excited to read the second one to see if he kind of like almost like the book settles down a little bit yeah. and kind of gets into like a good flow because um, yeah I, I totally agree I think the art he needs to let the art do a little bit more of the lifting yeah. because it's good and it's it uh, it's there so just yeah. believe in it Um, comes out this upcoming week, actually. So it's kind of good that we're talking about it. You'll oh, be able nice, to pick yeah. it up on the 29th. Uh, again, from Comics Tribe and uh, creator Joel Mulvey. Right. And uh, he has, like, a really good uh, one sheet in the back where he just kind of talks about his history with comics and where the idea came from and, you know, bits about his dad and everything. And you can tell, like, he, like, this is this is his piece, you know. Yeah. Like, this is his baby. And, uh, you know, I think I think he did a good job with it. Yeah, I do, too. And 
I'm, I like you said, I'm very curious to see wh- how the second issue goes. So. so, so guys, check that out. I mean, you can get a hold of it, Comics Tribe. I mean, hopefully, in your store, maybe. Yeah, hopefully you sure ordered it. If not, you can always ask them. Yeah. Because because it is through Diamond, they're. It'll be the less of a pain in their ass. They'll, yeah. they'll go oh, okay instead of going fuck you. Get out of my store. Yeah. And it's good that it's through Diamond because that means they had to sell a certain amount of issues mm-hmm. to comic book retailers. So that's good. That's a good sign for them. And just, you know, hopefully they, uh, the demand is there and other people check it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the whole, like, superpowers in Vegas thing, I think that's going to have a, a big appeal to a lot of people. Yeah. Like, there's people have a huge fascination with Vegas, and he even says that he has a fascination with Vegas right, as right. well. So. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of a cool idea. And it's one of those things you figured, how come anybody else didn't think of that yet? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So. Especially after three Ocean's Eleven movies, and you're just like, how the fuck did, yeah, why yeah. did it take it was so just, long? Yeah, it was the not to say this is room. exactly like Ocean's Eleven, because there's not 11 motherfuckers. Yeah, it was more... So. I I don't want to scare anybody off or get, to anybody, or get anybody too excited. Almost a little bit of a loser's vibe to it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I'm just... We're just going through it. Not the movie. Uh, Pause. I saw that. I did. Um, Maybe I, one day I'll... I like the <laughs> no, comics. I, I, I know, I but... See. A... But, yeah. Like, that, that's what kind of, like... Oh. Oh. You know, you're yeah. reading it, so... No, I think that's a good, fair comparison. So check it out. You'll be happy you did. Right, no, blame us. I don't care. <laughs> I checked that book out, you fucking asshole. I only moderately liked it. Yeah. Oh, sorry that you only moderately like something. Well, well I heard up. I heard like, so there you go. <laughs> I heard thank you, and that's yeah. all I cared about. <laughs> and do, you, do we have you know, one more? No, nah, I think we could just, you know, maybe just you do one. If, all if, right. If, we'll, if we'll it's do fast, it. if you don't, you know, if you don't play fuck around, grab a dick, and you're good. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I can guarantee that. <laughs> um, I read. Do you know who Jeff Lemire is, Kevin? I've heard of that guy. You've heard of him. You've been mentioned around the water cooler, perhaps. <laughs> um, we got a water cooler? I would love to tell you I read The Underwater Welder, but I haven't fucking read it all the way yet, so I'm not going to tell anyone about it. But Instead, it exists. It exists, and it's know. coming. Uh, it comes out in a couple of weeks, actually. But right now, I read Lost Dogs. That came out from um, Top Shelf Productions, early, like a couple months ago, I think. I think that's right. I believe you. Um, wow. If you love his DC work, then you're about to... Poo my pants? You're either going to really hate this because it's nothing like his DC work, oh. or you're going to poo your pants and be like, wow, this is amazing. I don't want him at the corporate cog anymore. Because he's off the chain on this? Yeah, I remember the Superboy, and you're just like, oh, Jeff Lemire's on Superboy. This is going to... This is gonna be cool, and right. then you read it, and you're like, what the this f- is fucking terrible. What, like, the, what the fuck, fuck happened? Fuck you, Jeff. Yeah. And then you read Animal Man, and you're like, oh, this is like a total vertical. No, look. I fucking you, love you, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is one step above Animal when Man. You shut your mouth. Yeah, I won't because wow. it's so fucking good. Uh, it's about this huge, just giant beast of a man. Wears this candy striped fucking shirt, and he just uh, he takes his family into the city. And they uh, go see a little puppet play because of the era that it's based in and everything. And his daughter wants to see the big ships. Like, that's what she wants to see because they're just, like, mm-hmm. poor country people. And so they're like, all right. So they go down to the pier late at night. You don't do that. I wouldn't do that right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know. You know, damn little girl need to see a boat. Exactly. She wanted to see the boat, and dad didn't want to disappoint her. 
So they go down there, and these thugs come down, and they're like, look at this big bloke. We're going to fuck him up, you know? And they do. They do. They got knives and shit. You can't fight them all off. Right. They, they get the upper hand on him, take his wife, have their way with her. Well, of course. Push him over the dock right after they slit his little girl's throat that's in every, front of him. That, that's everything I would do if I was one of these thugs. Yeah. It's kind of like the minute they show up, you're just like, fuck. I know where the story's going. Don't do not do that to me, Jeff. And he's just like, Heartbreak Hotel does it. Yeah. <laughs> so they push the guy into the water, and you're just like, well, fuck. What's going to happen? That, that's it. You just What a depressing story. <laughs> pull, a boat pulls, pulls him out of the water because he's a huge fucking dude floating around. Yeah, they're just like, like, holy shit. Oh, God. You know? Um, kind of patch him up a little bit. They, they dock and land. After he, like, punches the shit out of, like, all of them because he's just, like, and he's still he's coming, got the he's power still coming the rage. down. He keeps seeing like his little girl dying in front of him, and oh, just shit. Heard the ghost of her going, "Papa, oh, Papa, not Papa, Papa." Oh yeah. my god, I could see yeah. father. I'd been like hugs at the fucking heart. And you're oh, just like, man. <sighs> I mean, if she was like father, daddy, and like shut up, bitch. But Papa, that I'm, I'm, my tears are water. I'm yeah. watering right here. So he's in chains. They sell him to some old guy. Some old guy's just like hanging out at the dock. Sees him. He's just like five dollars. I give you 50 pence for that that big bloke over there. And he's like, I'm going to make you a fighter. He's like, I've, I'm a widower. I got nothing. I'm tired of everything everyone says and all the pity for it. Like, his motivations are stupid as fuck. Right. But they kind of make sense because he's just like a crazy old man. You're just like, crazy yeah, I can see him fucking doing this. He's just tired of everyone not taking him serious. So he enters them in this bout with this guy that's like a bare-knuckle fighter, like champion for three mm. years running. And he won't do it. Like, they release the chains, and he grabs, he's like, tell me where my wife is. Because he's like, I know where your wife is. They oh. didn't kill her. I know where she is. I'm just not going to tell you until you do this fight. So, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll so just set the that, stage well, there. Hold on. He, is that the journey of him getting his wife back? And he's just crushing fuckers, everything is in his way? Kind of, sort of? Kind of, sort of, only... Another level? Just remember... All the bad shit that's happened to him. Like, more than... That doesn't go away. Oh, so he's constantly dealing with that shit? Yeah. That's just to say, there's no happiness in this fucking Which book. Which is him... It's just a... I described it as, like, it's a story that he just, like, kind of needed to tell. It's not going to, like, lift anyone up right, or anything right. like that. You're not going to read it and be like, oh, that was my wife. I would do this and this. And you. you know, it's not, it's not that type of story. It's where... just buckle up, Nancy boy. We're going to hell. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. And you're just, you know, you're just along for this, like, painful story. That's that's the only way I can describe it. Wow. And it was a great book, though. Like, some of his best work. Really moving. Like, if you're not just kind of beaten down a little by the end of the book, then I don't think you're paying attention close enough. So, but, yeah, it's a good book. It's out now. You know, really? One of the few books we're going to talk about today that you can actually purchase. There's a fucking treat in a rare oddity. I think it's only like nine bucks or something. Deal. Sold in yeah, America. Because, I mean, it's not super long, but like for nine bucks, the book is fucking more. They had slapped a $15 price tag. I don't know, like it's fucking worth it. Nice. So, I mean, if they went 20, I'm like, all right, hold on, settle down. But yeah, like 10 bucks, and you can get definitely one of the, the best books of the year I've read. And I guarantee, because it's Lemire, unless he outshines himself with his other book coming oh, out Oh, that crazy him, son of a bitch just might. Yeah, but otherwise I think this thing will get 
you know, a lot of awards and shit from the comic industry or what whatnot. Because it's just, it's, it's really good. What's the name of the book again? In case everyone forgot, because they were Lost so dogs. Uh, Lost Dogs. So. And there's a reasoning behind that title, too, that I will not get into at all. You'll just have to figure it out for yourself. So. There you go. There you go. Always in and on a high note. It's Comic Bastards. <laughs> CBMFP. It's the podcast. We're the people. You're the listeners. It's like a Triforce of fucking love. <laughs> Triforce of fucking love. Someone put that on a shirt because we can't use Triforce. You, can, you can, I think. Good. Copyright. I can't. Trademark. No, he just... Ignore that guy. The other guy's voice, that's not mine. <laughs> just ignore him until he We're goes. not going to put that on a shirt. There you go. That's the episode you've been waiting to hear. Or not. If you enjoy it, tell a friend. That's it. It's Comic Bastards. Google+, Facebook, Twitters, Pinterest, Tumblrs. It's all there. If it's some sort of social medium that exists, we're probably on it. And Except for LinkedIn. And there you go. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. A comic book, Reginald? Are you sure? As sure as I am of your disgusting pig-knuckled touch. All right, Reginald. Keep be careful. Uh, let me see here. I'm just going to flip through a couple of pages. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I can't read. <gasps> oh, dear God. I can't read. I know. The only words I know are Bologna and Jalapeno. Bologna and jalapeno? Oh, that sounds delicious. Our lives are filled with such chows. <laughs> oh, it's chaos. Chaos, you stupid slag. Uh, 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 don't fight it. When you fight it, it hurts me. Uh, uh, bring in the thunder and dynamite. Uh, uh, why won't you shut up? Uh, I'm sweating now. And I... What was that? You can stop it.